Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And just for you, I have opened the gates of my mind <laughs> and came up with five ways to help you open the right doors in business and in life. If you're feeling stuck or you need to make a movement, but you don't know how or where to stuck, this is the episode for you. We're going to be talking about mindset and relating with others and just a lot of things that you typically won't get other places, but you're definitely going to get it here. So stick with me after this short break and we will dive into it. All right. See you soon. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I want to thank those of you who are listening for the very first time. What up? So glad that you're here. So glad that you're connecting with me. I know that you could be at a whole bunch of other places, but you're here with me. And my peeps who have been listening for the umpteen time, thank you so much for continuing to stick by me. And Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to smash that subscribe button, new newbie people, because I want to make sure that as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to hear it lickety-split and tell your friends if you share the love. <laughs> hey, let's be friends on social if we haven't done so already. Make sure that you follow me, Denise G. Lee, on Twitter or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, where you'll get insightly tips and advice to help not just elevate how you think, but maybe giving you a new perspective on things that you don't quite see. I know that for a lot of people in the beginning of their business, they're always just focused on the strategy, the strategy, the strategy. But I've realized after doing business for some years, I realized that if I was able to conquer my mind in terms of my own limiting thoughts and what I believed was possible, I would be in such a further place. So that's why this podcast is so dedicated on mindset beyond anything else, because I truly believe that when you open your mind to possibilities, the world is your oyster. And lastly, before I forget, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you visit me on Denise glee.com. There you'll be able to access articles and other courses and other things that I know that can help you with your business technical stuff. If you're interested in working with me, make sure that you click that work with me tab. We can schedule a free consult and then talk about how we can make your business pop. And with that being said, let's get into this list. Every time I think about what do I want to tell you guys? What do I really want to share from the bottom of my heart? I think to myself, if I was in the beginning of my business or if I really wanted to be inspired, this is what I want to hear. And today's episode is just that I wish somebody would tell me about these door opening ideas and concepts. And as you listen, I hope that you will jot down on a pen or paper and don't worry, this is a podcast so we can hit the pause button <laughs> and listen to things that go, gee, that's a good point, Denise. Or, I haven't thought about that because so often we get in the motion of just listening, 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 but we don't make that application to us. So not just listen, but write down and think, okay, one specific area, I can do this. And I would love to hear from you. Make sure that you write me a message at hello at denisechili.com 
let me know what you're up to. I want to make sure that you are fully supported in your stage of business because I know how hard it is to get that ball up and moving. All right, with that being said, I'm going to read the whole list and then we're going to dive into each point by point, okay? Number one is make a commitment to learn. Number two, listen to facts less than your feelings. Number three, surround yourself with growth-oriented people. Four, accept that everything will not be a home run in the beginning. And lastly, number five is reframe your definition of no. And now let's talk about number one, make a commitment to learn. You know, it sounds so cliche. Of course, we want to be able to learn. Of course, we want to be able to explore things. Like you're listening to this podcast. So that means that you want to learn. Well, not necessarily. I had a very interesting experience with a a person in my community and it was really, really apparent that even though we talked on a regular basis about different personal issues, because we're both moms, it was really apparent that she was more committed to feeling insecure and not available to challenge herself than actually implement anything. And I'm not just saying necessarily advice for me or other moms or whatever. It was just very clear that anytime even people presented an opportunity, she would say, yeah, but, or I can't, or that sounds good, but there was a lot of buts. And for a lot of us, I need us to get our buts out of the way of what we really want to say. So when we say we're making a commitment with our goals with what we want instead of saying but we can say I can because it is possible when I I am able to do it and I need to do x y or z a lot of us are really smart and talented and can we we can make a huge impact in our community but this whole business of martyrdom when I mean like blaming other people or saying that you're sacrificing yourself for the greater good of your family or your job going to a crappy job that you hate every day and that's why and you come home and you're tired and that that's why you're not working on your business I hope I may be ringing doorbells as I say that how many people say I hate my job so much and I go home and I just get a glass of wine I drink and I watch tv programs and I just medicate myself literally to sleep and I wake up and I know that I want to grow my business but I'm really afraid to do it so I'll just take the softer easier path out and just distract myself and maybe hopefully I'll motivate myself that's not how it works you're never going to motivate yourself into being what you want. I, I wrote a post about this on LinkedIn. That's why I want to make sure that we are connected and LinkedIn, not just here on this podcast. And I was explaining this situation where I was interacting with this person and it was so apparently clear that They were looking for sympathy instead of solutions. And I sat there in a crossroads and I thought to myself, if you're recognizing that 
someone is not feeling that energy of wanting to make that commitment to change, why are you associating with them? I, I know that sounds a little cold, but attitudes are really contagious. And I didn't want to normalize that particular thing that they were struggling with. And I said, look, I, I see that it's clear to me that it's not a priority to you. And I don't want to pressure you into doing things that you aren't ready to do. But I know this particular area that we're talking about is a priority to me. So if it's okay with you, can we just talk about something else? Because <laughs> I don't want to be discouraged. And I don't want to feel sidetracked. Because here's the thing that I, I think you know, and I know this too, that when someone feels insecure or afraid about trying something new, they're not committed to change themselves, they will inadvertently try to sabotage your efforts. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to be inadvertently sabotaged by that. So that commitment to growth means setting yourself up emotionally, physically, spiritually, however you want to do it to literally have yourself as an empty vessel to be filled up with all sorts of new ideas and new opportunities that you wouldn't quite have seen earlier before. Make a commitment to learn. All right, number two, let's talk about listening to facts instead of listening to feelings. I am advertising again on Facebook and I really didn't want to do it for the longest time. My I Full confession, I've never had a really good relationship with Facebook specifically. I am working on, what is this? My third ad account. And I'm using my second alternative Facebook profile. And and before you begin, I'm not one of those people who just goes rants and raves about political issues or nanobots and vaccines and all this other <laughs> <laughs> like nonsense conspiracy tinfoil hat theories online. I just had a lot of uh less than ideal interactions with certain players <laughs> in the past and I didn't really understand certain ways about how to navigate and it was really frustrating to build and start up an ad account and for me, in my mind, I was thinking, my feelings were telling me over and over and over, I hate Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. I shouldn't be on Facebook. And I remember talking with uh, my virtual assistant a long time ago because we were just talking about rebuilding and you know, reaching out and, and connecting with other people. And I heard um, my VA told me explicitly, Get over yourself, Denise. Lots of people have created new Facebook accounts over again. You're not going to be the only person. I promise you this. And it was like, oh, it was a sucker punch because it was right then and there. I was confronted with the truth about how not just Facebook works, but the reality is that our mind will just tell us you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't do that those bad things will happen to you again. And how many times are we saying to ourselves these kind of feel these things on loop over and over and over and over again? And I feel a little embarrassed even talking about that with you guys because I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that 
I'm not perfect and that's why I'm being vulnerable and that's why I'm sharing it with you because it's not easy to rebuild. It's not easy to restart. And if we constantly think back to everything, every single time that things messed up, we would never do anything anymore. I mean, I think about even my son. I remember when he was starting to learn to walk and I remember sometimes that he would fall down and it just would upset him. I could just see the frustration in his eyes when he was about a little younger than a year and but he found a wall, <laughs> used that wall as an anchor and he just kept at it and he just kept on using that wall as a support until he gained more confidence in himself and more strength in his knees and he just continued walking to the point less and less where he didn't need that support. I think for a lot of us, we are that baby in business where we're just grasping for some type of support, some type of anger until we feel that confidence again. And if it need be that we have accountability partner, or we have a coach or a mentor, or we're in a support group, I mean, that's what we need to do. And that's why I advocate so much for for those of you guys who are listening you're like oh snap like I really need support I want you to check out denisegelee.com and go to courses tab and check out my royalty program because I, I really understand that need to get that support and get that connection with someone who understands how hard it is in the beginning but getting back to the issue of finding our balance and getting the support that's where we constantly have to rely on the empirical data says, hey, every time I get back and every time I do this, it gets better and better. And I can write my lessons learned or I can I can reflect with other people and I can get more information. For a lot of us, our feelings are real have really bad memories. <laughs> have you noticed that when we think about our memories, it seems really explosive but when we actually ask in comparison to the actual facts it's not as bad as it seems but our feelings are doing a really bang up good job of trying to convince ourselves otherwise that's why i say this over and over again that feelings are liars they are liars they are going to try to convince us to stay small stay isolated to not take a chance to really not grow and I understand where it comes from our little reptilian brain wants to stay in the familiar and the comfortable and that's just no way for us to grow as business people so I want to encourage us to understand that as much as it's tempting to only rely on our feelings alone that's not where we need to be okay now let's talk about number Three, surround yourself with growth-oriented people. I know there was a little overlap with the number two, listen to facts, then listen to feelings. But when I say growth-oriented people, I'm talking about people who are more committed to learning than failure. And let me explain what I'm talking about. When you're learning, failure is just built into the process. I remember I was reading, this perhaps came from Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> the guy from Facebook. We, I constantly have heard him referred to as the Zuck. But anyway, I, I've heard the expression, fail often, keep breaking things, keep moving. Fail often, fail quickly. When you're committed to learning, that is when you get to experience the most amount of growth, the most amount of discovery, the most amount of experimentation. You're never going to do it 
and that comfort zone. And when you're surrounded with growth-oriented people, they understand and it's built in that everything's not going to work. And you're going to see, and it may seem risky, especially if you have surrounded yourself around people who only played it safe, who only worked on the from the procedures. And it feels a little odd and freaky to stretch yourself a little bit thin and try something new. But I want to assure you that that's where the fun happens. That's when you'll be able to grow and to explore different things. That's what I'm talking about when I say surround yourself with growth-oriented people. Because it may feel scary at a time, but growth-oriented people will ask you questions and they'll say stuff like, is this the only way possible? They'll be inspiring you by challenging you to do different things you haven't considered. You know what growth-oriented persons around you when you keep on saying, you did that? (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. I need to try that. I need to consider that. That's a growth-oriented person. Be all up in that business. Be all up in that energy of exploring and growing and trying, okay? Number four, Accept that everything will not be a home run in the beginning. I think for a lot of us, especially those of us who want to be perfectionists, which is basically fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of having anything negative uh, referred about us. And that's, we do such a darn good job of trying to have everything done perfect we miss the whole discovery purpose of growing and sharing. I read a post from a mutual contact of LinkedIn a while back ago, and it was so good. I actually asked my husband to read out her post so I can listen to it. There's something amazing about hearing the words being spoken, and not just reading it. But anyway, I was just listening to her talk about the love of growing her business. And it had nothing to do with the money. Obviously, a business needs money. But it was about she was learning and growing. I've often heard that business is the best personal development course you will ever have. And oh my gosh, it is 100% true. But more often than not, you'll learn what is possible and drop the expectations that it's going to be always good. It is learn something, refine. Learn something new, refine. Get something up and moving. Then there's a hiccup on the road. Refine again. Be okay with constantly refining. Be okay with constantly learning something new. We're not always going to get it right all the time. And this is totally different from work where we get... We try the best that we can and we get the evaluation after six months or whatever, however you evaluations are in the job that you work or wherever you're at. And you hear from the supervisor and they give you these recommendations and then you just work hard on what they tell you to do versus being an entrepreneur where you're basically constantly twisting and experimenting on different things and nobody's telling you anything (laughs) beyond what you can read on your open and click rates or your sale rates or the comments that you get on your posts or however you want to interact with your people and that feels freaking scary that feels 
unknown. And I know for a lot of people that's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I can't believe that, you know, I am literally navigating the ship all by myself all the time. And I don't know what to do next. But it's okay. It's okay to say that I'm not quite sure what's going to happen next. But I know that me staying still, it's not helping. It's not helping. So I want to encourage you to drop this whole business of I have to get it done right. Or if I don't get this right, then I'm a failure. You're not a failure. You're actually a failure if you don't try it at all. That's the mark of failure. If you don't step up to the plate and just try, just freaking try. You never know what might happen. Make that podcast, write that post, reach out to someone who needs your help. I don't know how that worked for you, but just try. That's all I'm asking you to do is just step up to the plate and try. Now, lastly, number five is reframe your definition of no. I love reading different books and one book that I truly recommend for those of you guys is this book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss and it's from a former FBI hostage negotiator now he's the owner of the Black Swan Group but anyway there is this particular page that really sung to me and I want to explain it I want to say it to you because I thought oh man like this is really good this one we hear no, we always think no is the end of the story, but it's not quite the end. And as I read this no to you, I hope this kind of like lights up <laughs> your head a little bit and thinking, oh, I never considered it from that perspective. And like I said, feel free, hit the pause button, re-listen to this because I particularly read this page again and again and again myself. All right. This is from Never Split the Difference book. Okay. When someone tells you no, you need to rethink the word in one of its alternative and much more real meanings. I am not yet ready to agree. You are making me feel uncomfortable. I do not understand. I don't think I can afford it. I want something else. I need more information or I want to talk it over with someone else. Then, after pausing, ask solution-based questions or simply label their effect. What about this doesn't work for you? What would you need to make it work? It seems like there's something here that bothers you. People have a need to say no, so don't just hope to hear it at some point, get them to say it early. That's so much power and such a short amount of time. Oh my gosh. We quickly think that we can't connect with people because they ignored our email message or they didn't connect with us in the way that we wanted or they said they're not interested that doesn't mean that they're not interested ever right they didn't, that doesn't mean that it just means that we need to do a better job of how we communicate we need to do a better job of how we persuade we need to get clarity we need to seek more information and 
that's why we don't have to feel discouraged just because we had one no. Or I always hear, I always think of it as no is not yet or not enough information rather than never. Okay. You want to hear people say no because that opens the door for you to get inquisitive. Get inquisitive, guys. Get inquisitive what you are able to provide to someone. A lot of times they just don't see the value. A lot of times they just need more information. Help fill in that gap. Help them feel that they are understanding exactly what you have to explain to them. And I bet you more opportunities will open as soon as we reframe our mindset and how we're able to communicate with people. So let's recap what we talked about. Five ways to open the right doors in business and in life is number one, make a commitment to learn. That means removing those butts, get the butts out of the way. Number two, listen to the facts and stop listening to your feelings. Your feelings do a really really good job of trying to convince you not to do anything. Number three, surround yourself with growth-oriented people. Those are the people who are literally amazing themselves and you every day because they're pushing their boundaries. Number four, accept that not everything will be a home run in the beginning. Hiccups are part of the growth and discovery process. And lastly, number five, reframe your definition of no. No could literally just be a not information or need clarity. Okay. Now I'm so glad I had this time with you. If you have any questions or concerns, let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com and be sure if you've been really loving this, write a review. Let me know. Let your community know. We can only grow through spreading the word. And then lastly, I just want you to know that you are more than capable as long as you believe that there is more ahead of you than behind you, not just in business, but in life. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.